I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, I'm Gavin Emmett, and this is the BT Sport MotoGP podcast. Already, it seems a long time since we last saw the MotoGP bikes in action. So to keep you warm through these winter months, a chance now to listen to the five-time world champion. Three of those in MotoGP. Yes, of course, it's the 23-year-old Mark Marquez. I sat down with him at the end of the season to talk about what's been a stellar year for the Spaniard. Well, Mark, here we are as we sit, a five-times world champion, three of those in MotoGP. And you're still only 23. Do you realise <laughs> the magnitude of your achievements? I think no, I think, uh, and I don't want, I don't want to realize because uh, in the end, uh, you know, if you start to realize, uh, maybe you change your mentality and I don't want to change this, I want to give the same spirit, same mentality uh, and yeah, I know that uh, I won already three times in MotoGP, five times uh, during all my career, but uh, we must to continue because still we are 23 and I don't want to stop here, no, I want to, to continue. How does this championship compare to the others? Because the first one, you were a rookie, youngest ever champion. The second one, you won 13 times, a new record. So how does this one rank? You know, the first one was a kind of surprise because uh, nobody spoke and, uh, you know, I, I didn't feel the pressure uh, and was a not easy season because I learned many, many things. But it was something that uh, we never expect. Uh, we never were, was focused. I never was focused on the on the title, and in the end, I won. Second year was a little bit easier because I won many races in the beginning, and then I had a very big advantage. But especially this season for me was the, the most difficult because uh, the pressure, what I feel, especially in the beginning. I don't know, maybe the way that uh, we finished last year, maybe the way that I did the mistakes last year on the beginning of the, on the first part of the season. Uh, then this created me a lot of pressure and uh, I was very, very focused and, uh, you know, was nearly my, was my first target with the, the championship. Let's go back to the start of the year and everything that happened from Sepang at the end of last year. It was a tough time, you got a lot of negative press, there was a lot of bad things said about you. How did you cope with winter and the preparations for this season? You know, uh, about uh, that situation also I learned many things mm. because uh, I, never, I never has been on that situation, it was the first time. And I understand that, uh, you know, on the track everything is in your hands, everything uh, uh, you can defend your position, but uh, Outside is more difficult. Uh, you know, many, many things, many, you know, you can say something, then the journalists uh, arrive another information to the fans. This is true. And Does it affect uh, you, though? In, the, in that moment, yeah, but now, no. Now no. it's just 
I say what I think, uh, and I know that uh, the people will understand what they want, or, or the journalist will bright what he wants. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I just uh, try to, to speak on the track. That is uh, where I can defend better. And talking of speaking on the track, at the start of the season, when we were in Qatar, we were saying, and it looked like the Honda looked unrideable. How bad, good was the bike, and how much has it moved on throughout the year? was very, very, very difficult, especially the, the pre-season, uh, you know, I was like a big uphill in front, a big mountain, and, and okay, we will try to f arrive uh, on the top, but it uh, was a kind of disaster. Uh, really? Yeah, it was a really... In... It was as bad as we were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like this, and I, and I was very, very worried, uh, because I say, okay, this season is impossible to, to win. But then, okay, uh, the last test, last day, uh, in the last hour, we found something. On the and it setup. was that late? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like this. Looks like a drama, but it was like this. I was <laughs> in Qatar. I was uh, 8, 9, 10 on the, during all the tests. And last, uh, last hour, pop, I was there in the top. So that gave me a lot of confidence. We changed uh, the balance of the bike. Uh, we did a big, big change. And since that point, we say, okay, now we can manage. And then the podium on the first race, then two victories in a row. This gives me a good confidence. And then uh, I say, okay, was difficult, but now we are in a point that will be difficult, but we can manage. And that's when we saw a pragmatic mark, isn't it? That's what we've seen throughout this year. And I think the last two races with the two crashes, maybe the pragmatic mark is the one that has the success. <laughs> you know, uh, Last races, uh, yeah, of course, when you win the championship, uh, the mentality is different. You mm. try to keep the same spirit, uh, but the mentality is different. And uh, yeah, in the end, uh, we, we did a very good season, but the uh, last two races, of course, uh, has been not so good. But you know, it's for equal, the zero, the mistakes with the others. <laughs> they have no excuses. No, no excuses. Everybody is equal about the crashes <laughs> and the race. <laughs> they will still look for the excuses. I know what riders are like, always looking for the excuses. What are the key races for you this year? Only five victories when, you know, we used to see you win 13, like you won more races last year. Is that a surprise for you that we've had, you've only won five and there've been nine different winners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's incredible uh, because uh, this season, yeah, I won five races at the moment. I will try to update to six here <laughs> in Valencia, but it will be difficult. But uh, yeah, I think uh, this season in MotoGP has been very difficult because with a lot of changes in the electronic tires, everything, then create uh, a lot of different races, kind of different races. And now we are coming to, to do the pictures, uh, the picture of nine different winners that uh, it's the first time in MotoGP. And I think this is great for the sport because uh, in the end, you know, different nationalities, different riders, different teams. Uh, it's really good for, for our sport. Talking of things that are good for the sport, Barcelona was a really tough weekend with the tragic loss of Luis Salom, of course. But that weekend we saw the handshake between yeah. yourself and Valentino. How important was that gesture? For me, it was important. I already say here in Valencia on Monday on the press uh, conference that uh, my hand is here uh, because in the end I know that uh, when we are there on the track, uh, we are riding the bike. Mm. We're trying to do our 100%, but in the end we take some risk. So for me, minimum, we must to have a professional relationship. Then uh, you can be your friend, the relation can be better, worse, but in the end a professional relationship uh, is the minimum. So in the end, I arrived in Montmeló, and uh, that for me was the, the time 
because uh, after uh, Luis Salom cries, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, was important because since that moment, uh, you know, everything was a little bit more quiet. Mm. I think you've got a message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's that? Is that so, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Is that your mum? Spain, Spain GP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just busy all the time. Spain GP, too busy. I've got to ask you, a couple of times, in fact, more than a couple of times this season, we've seen controlled crashing, where you want to take the bike to the limit, and, well, we saw the save in yeah, Bruno, yeah. but we saw, for example, in Japan, where you, you had a crash, but it was... What is this? Explain to us this idea of wanting almost to crash. Is that right? Do you want to crash in that situation? Mm, not want to crash, but, uh, you know, uh, if I want to try something, uh, I want to try on Friday or on Saturday. Mm. Because in the end, sometimes you are there riding and uh, sometimes you understand where is the limit, but sometimes you say, here is the limit or no? Uh, because sometimes you realize that it's the limit, but then when you push more, the bike is turning and say, ah, the limit is a little bit more far. So sometimes I try and it's working well. Sometimes I try and, and I lose. But normally I try on the slowest corner because then the, the crash is uh, smaller. But do you feel like you're revolutionizing the sport? You're changing your riding style, the way you attack a corner. Do you feel like, do you know that you're actually changing and yeah. the young kids are going to be looking at this? <laughs> like you looked at Valentino or Casey in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some riders with more experience, uh, they say that uh, before in the past, the races was like uh, try to control in the beginning and then try to attack on the end. But now you attack from the first lap. On the first lap already push on the limit and uh, until the last lap you are in the, in the limit. And yeah, then uh, you must to be really fit about physical condition, uh, very concentrated and of course try to improve your riding style because when you ride on the limit, it's easier to crash. Mm. So you need to improve how you can save the crash with elbows, with the knees or something. I'm just thinking about those poor kids who are having to learn <laughs> like this because what, who do you think of as your future rivals now? Jorge moves to Ducati, Maverick's going to Yamaha. Are you looking at Maverick? Are you still looking at Valentino and Jorge? Or are there kids that you're looking at? I don't know, Alex Rins or yeah, people yeah. coming through. Who are you thinking in the future this is my rival when you're after your 10th world championship <laughs> yeah of course if it's uh, the future in two or three two three years mm. uh, still i think will be valentino jorge danny then if you see the future in five six years of course i would try to keep the same uh, <laughs> performance first of all and then i think uh, vinales will be very strong rins can be uh, my brother you never know then uh, sure from Moto3 is coming Bastianini, Bulega maybe, uh, you know, it's some different riders that, uh, that can, can be very, very strong, but you never know because, you know, the years, uh, everything, uh, everything is different. And uh, just finally, I want to know, would you ever consider, you've had such success with Honda, would you ever consider a change like Jorge is doing this year, like Valentino did before, would you consider a change of manufacturer? At the moment, honestly, no. Uh, Honestly, also in the future, you never know. Mm. You cannot say, no, 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 I will never change because you never know. But uh, at the moment, my motivation, my feeling is staying on that. And always I will follow my heart. If my heart says stay here, I will stay here. If my heart says you need another motivation, I will change, of course. But uh, the moment on that is my family and, and I feel very good. And just finally, on that motivation, how are you going to stay motivated to make it six world championships, four in MotoGP, to get to ten? You, I mean, do you think like this? Is this a motivation? Mm, but motivation, uh, you know, with 23 years old, every race is, uh, uh, your motivation is here. 
because in, in the end now, okay, now you, I'm enjoying the championship, uh, everything is happy, love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Lots but, of love. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know. <laughs> uh, you know no, no, no. But, uh, you know, now everything is, is very nice, uh, but uh, then, on January, start another season and we need to continue working for try to be on the same position in these in this days uh, on the next year. Mark, thank you so much. Thank Congratulations you. on another World Championship. <laughs> and we hope that these battles continue for many more we years. We hope so. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Mark Marquez, as smiley as ever then, where is his career going to end? 23 and already five world titles in the bank. Make sure you keep checking your downloads from the BT Sport MotoGP podcast because soon we'll be bringing you an interview with the Moto2 world champion, Joan Zarco. We'll see you soon. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com